It's Robert. We're live. <laughs> Boom. All right. <laughs> I mean, I can never tell. Day after <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> All right, yeah, Merry right? Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays. <laughs> All right, awesome. So, uh, I mean, big news. Yeah. Right, right on here, man. We've got Robert Farnsworth uh, joining us. I've watched your stuff for many, 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 many years. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Learned a whole lot, actually. So nice. super awesome. That uh, makes me feel good. Uh, and uh, so, hey, we're going to talk a little bit about what Robert's doing here with us today. Uh, and uh, you'll learn about that. We'll also learn about uh, how that incorporates with uh, hashtag TV and the mm-hmm. Facebook group there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about your journey, yeah. a little bit like where Robert's been, where he's going, what he's doing. And, uh, well, first off, man, thank you for uh, coming yeah. on out, right? Thank you right. for having me, man. This is exciting. So uh, anybody out there guess how long Robert's actually been working with us? Uh, I'm <laughs> curious because uh, it's actually been for a little while. Yeah. Um, so of April of this year, I joined BRS. Um, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was an interesting thing, uh, something I didn't, you know, think about. I wanted to move to Tennessee. Uh, I wanted to move to a small town, get my family there, and, um, you know, I... Uh, Obviously, I had to make some changes professionally, and um, I thought about it for a long time, you know, and uh, yeah, I just landed here. It's a great company. Culture's really cool here, which is really awesome. Oh, really awesome. You. That's what I like the best about it. Um, and uh, so far, it's just been, it's been awesome. Um, it's really exciting now that, uh, you know, we're sort of, we've, uh, I guess I, I get to create content again and connect with the community. Uh, some of the hardest things has been, like, the sort of self-imposed hiatus of not being in the industry, you know, for this this last year. Mm. And it's all because of just moving my family and all that. That's just a lot of work, you know. And so uh, all the fish tanks that got broken down, I don't have a fish tank right now, which is like Jones in, like that's a hard thing. Dude. You should it's leave like, here one with one today. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's so many here. I, you should actually leave one for sure. I mean, I was thinking about it, and it's been... I mean, it's been 20 years, man, since I haven't had a fish tank in my house. That's oh, wow. like, that's the like, most tragic thing I've ever. It's Christmas, <laughs> man. Like we're gonna hook you up. Uh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, actually, he's been working with us since April and uh, writing articles. So if you watched any of our emails and they yeah. link to a page and there's like all that, <laughs> uh, turn the video into like something actually uh, even more useful with uh, the articles in there, kind of step by steps and stuff. So you've you, been doing that for months now. Yeah, you, since April. And the only, the only first and only so far offsite. BRS employee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. You yes. get to do it that's, from home in Tennessee. That's, that's pretty cool. That's been fun, yeah. Um, it's nice. I mean, you can actually, you know, working, uh, working from home is one of those, like, double-edged swords sometimes, but uh, it really allows you to focus and, like, uh, you know, not get distracted. At the office, and you don't really know this until you, you work remotely, but you get a lot of distractions at the office, and so mm. it's cool to really just focus on when do my, you know, not be distracted by the, all these other things and just, you know, focus on the, the written content. And it's been, it's been good. I feel like I'm honing a skill, you know, that uh, was there before, but I just, with each one I put out, I feel like I'm learning something new and get better at it. So it's cool. cool. It's fun. It's neat, yeah. Uh, so for those of you, uh, we are going to talk about what Robert's role is going to be over on uh, the Facebook group, and it's going to be really cool. But uh, we're going to get, like, kind of weed into there, but, like, the whole thing, Ask Beers TV is ask us questions. So if you got any questions you guys want to ask, man, shoot them. We'll just like, kind of randomly go through them as we go out through today. But the big thing here is we really want to hear from you guys on like uh, what you really liked about watching Robert in the past as well as what you'd like to see in the future. So like share that stuff. And Carlos uh, behind the screen here will uh, uh, put them up for us for to share with you guys. And uh, like, so I'd just like to ask to start right out the bat. Like, you said today, man, you shared a little bit of like where your first tank came from. Mm-hmm. We're going to spend a ton of time on this, but like, you know, like 
Where is your background history in reefing and sure. what took you? Um, okay, so I guess it all started when I was about 15. I mean, even before that, like, I grew up uh, having a real big appreciation for the natural world, you know? Dad's outdoorsman, so I grew up outside doing that kind of stuff. Uh, got a job when I was 15. So that meant I had some money in my pocket to go buy a fish tank and have a pet. So I went and did that. Uh, it was a goldfish. Um, and then when I think I was about 17, uh, I started working uh, for a big chain pet store. And within a year of that, I was overseeing the like live animal department, which is you know everything. Um, and then when I was 21 is when I started working for Marine Depot. And I was doing customer service there. Uh, and then you know fast forward to today. Um, I've always kind of been infatuated with fish in the ocean. I grew up in Southern California, so I had the ocean there, and that was like a big captivating thing. Uh, something I think about what I told you guys earlier, uh, I think I have a journey that's a little different than the people because I've always, like this has always been my professional thing. So it's been a big part of my personal life, and I love it, but I've always worked in the industry. Mm. And so I think I've been, I, I call myself spoiled, maybe that's the wrong word, but it's just like, I've just always been around people that are good at it, that love it, they're passionate. I've kind of been uh, privy to, I don't want to say privy to, infer, uh, I've had access to information that might, you know, be challenging for other people to kind of get, you know? Um, I did learn the hobby on books. Forums were a little bit, but like, I, you know, when I started, it was books, man, and, uh, and then other people. Um, the guys at the Southern California Marine Aquarium Society back in California, they were invaluable, you know, just all those friendships. And uh, I think to this day, like, you know, I'm always learning and some of the, the biggest aha moments or the things that you learn is like when you're there and you're touching it and you're with other dudes, like, hanging out with you guys, coming here and playing with fish tanks, like you learn things. So uh, in terms of my journey, I think that's the biggest thing that I, uh, I value about it. And I think it's, I don't know, I'm appreciative of it, you know? So, so I just gotta tell you, like when I heard that uh, you'd moved to Tennessee and uh, you might be looking for a, a new job, but, yeah. like, I got super excited because <laughs> I've like, uh, A, I used to shop at Marine Depot, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah. as, a, like, as a hobbyist, you could do awesome work over there. And like I've seen like uh, some of the emails and stuff that comes out of there. And I knew you were doing them, and you can just tell like reading it, man. Like this person is passionate about what they're doing, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and uh, like man, like this has always been like a missing piece of the puzzle here. Like we do like hopefully videos well, uh, but like we're also kind of missing some of the written content and stuff yeah. that matches it. Mm -hmm. And this would be such a great, great like honor for me to have you on the team. Uh, uh, Appreciate uh, it. Matching that and like, I don't know, it's super, super exciting. Yeah, no, I think it'll be cool the kind of stuff that we can do together. I think it's neat. It'll be fun, the, man. Were the blogs, was the blogs all you too? No, Marine Depot no, blogs? no, no. So there was a team, there was a great team there. I shouldn't, I should say I read this, a like, lot of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those were <laughs> um, some of my favorite stuff. No, I don't want to watch uh, There's a guy by the name of Jeff, man. He's uh, one of my good friends of this day, but he's, uh, he actually taught me a lot about writing and some of the stuff that I do now, like a lot of that stuff. He's, um, he's a really talented guy. So he did a lot of the, the blogging. I would do, different things most my main focus over there was video okay. and of course I wrote those mm -hmm. and that you know has a certain it's it's different writing but they still sort of hone that same skill um, and so that was kind of my main focus there I would jump into the blog when it would be like a blog about a video um, mm. but you know and I guess early on too before I was real heavy into video I was doing some like the educational stuff like I wrote like how-to articles and different things like that um, but when we started doing video real heavy I kind of you know, you guys know, man. You got to focus on that 100. It takes yeah, like full it, time. Yeah, man. It and takes a some, lot of your time, sure. and uh, it's not an easy thing to do. So, did you have an idiot? Uh, 
do you have like an editor team and you, or okay. you were editing most of your videos? Uh, so in the beginning, it was mostly the first, so it was 2013, I started doing videos there, and then uh, from there, it was all me for the first four years or so, and then 1918, I think the beginning of 2018, maybe late 2017, uh, we hired uh, an editor, a full-time no, editor. I mean, thank God. Uh, <laughs> I, like, as somebody that... You've uh, done it on your own, yeah, too. Yeah, shot yeah. the stuff, uh, wrote it, shot it, edited it in my basement. Like, uh, eh. the day that Dave came in, I like, where were you my whole life? Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's funny, like, you know, I taught myself how to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you get this guy that's, like, trained to do it, went to school for it, is really good at it. It One really slaps around you. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Things that would take me like an hour, you know, or like just super intuitive. He's like, no, just do this. I'm like, yeah. okay, Mr. Shortcut. Four hot key. keys. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Man, what am I even doing? Uh, <laughs> and of course, in time, you get better at it. But uh, yeah, no, that was a big relief. And what was what's cool about it was it, it sort of freed up that mental space to sort of uh, branch out, start doing some other things, um, which is really fun. You know, like I like to be creative. I like to contribute uh, my ideas and kind of like. I don't know, the funnest thing too is like doing things that are a little different, not so cookie cutter, you know? And All right, so neat. that leads us right into like where we're going today, yeah, yeah. right? All right, so for those of you who've been following, uh, there's like a group called Hashtag Ash Beers TV. Uh, yes. it's, uh, it's on Facebook and it's like uh, kind of like a, you know, brand new way of communicating with each other, especially within the reefing community. You say brand new, like in the last year or two, right? Yeah, uh, online, it's all been forums. Forums, uh, for the most uh, books, part. You, YouTube, whatever. And like, for those of you who don't know, you know, YouTube came out like in late 2005. Uh, first BRS TV video was 2008. Wow. You know, so it was like right on the cusp of like figuring out what this tool really even is. Mm. Now, Facebook's obviously been around for a long time. But, oh, yeah. You know, it's largely a way to communicate with uh, your friends and family. And in recent years, it's suddenly become a way to communicate with your peers, right? Well, and, and uh, too, but yeah. Yeah, like, and, and learn about different things, whether it be uh, reefing or knitting or uh, automobiles or whatever it may be, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, and you can, you know, hang out in groups and get, like, kind of real-time feedback, you know, like, in your phone. You know, it gets instant uh, feedback to questions. You can answer other people's questions. Mm -hmm. You can learn new stuff in a totally, totally different way. So I'm really excited to see, you know, like, five years from now, like, where does what that is, community yeah, go? Yeah, what does right? it like, look like? Does it yeah. end up like the YouTube community did, you know, from 2008 to 2013 and now? Like, uh, mm. are, are they, like, supplemental? Do they work together, you mm -hmm. know? And so I thought we'd just share, like, a couple of different ideas that we were talking about doing here. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, like, desperately, desperately want to hear from you guys. Like, yes, what would you, would you like to see? Right, uh, you know, what would you like to see out of the whole group? Uh, but also, what would you like to see out of Robert in particular? Because Robert's super excited to give it to you. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, man. I want to, you know, uh, I think all of us have been doing this for some time, you know, and like we revisit the same topics and we really try to do different things. But, you know, what do you guys like? Uh, you know, ultimately we do this for you and your benefit. So, what are the kind of things uh, within the group specifically, but I guess across the board, content-wise, um, what you know, what's the what can we do for you? What, what do you think you'll get the most out of this year? Because, um, you know, I'm super excited to be a part of the social team here. Uh, you know, Ask BRS TV as well, but, you know, just social across the board and creating content uh, that's going to be valuable to you guys and maybe in a different way that you haven't seen from BRS before. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, so definitely give it to us. Feed us feedback in comments, emails, whatever it takes, man. Um, let us know. So the most obvious uh, thing here is just like question Q and A, right? Yeah, Q and A. Go yeah. there and answer mm -hmm. questions. Direct and, line. I'll be there, right. man, all the time. So <laughs> never have you had 
a direct line uh, to Robert <laughs> like you will have now. Right? You want to pick Robert's mind when you just go on your phone and pick it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so like the, you'll have answers uh, to there. There's standard Q&A. And in the past, we kind of like ebbed and flowed with how we answer questions. Mm -hmm. Like So like, hey, Randy, like, what was the first way we did it? Uh, starting out, it was Wild West. Wild West. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, the group was, the group was young. We're at... Um, we're at like what twenty one thousand yeah, members it's, it's, in the group now. So big. you know, starting out when it was like two thousand, three thousand, Wild West was fine, yeah. and everybody would just you know you could throw up a post and it didn't matter what it was. And then it got a little uh, heavier, a lot more people, a lot more opinions, uh, yeah. you know, different personalities. So had to rein that in a little bit. So then we turned it to a, a, an approve your post type of, of approach because now there's probably. Out of all the posts that come in, and there's hundreds of posts per day, uh, some of those posts, uh, it's maybe like maybe it's order related, and not the entire group needs to know about you know figure out like uh, we can answer your question about your order, um, but uh, maybe it doesn't need to be on your feed the yeah. entire time. But. Well, also, it's not called hashtag Ask Wild West. Oh yeah, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. There's plenty of there's no. plenty of groups out there where you can just like go out and ask a whole bunch of questions or just talk as a group yeah, in a community, but this is like Ask BRS. Yeah, we yeah. don't want to sift through the muck to, to get to the root of the problem. I, I don't know. Like, I ask a question, I, I hope the first answer is the right answer. Right. right? Yeah. The, the best of my ability. That makes it the most valuable. Well, Google's yeah. smart enough like just at least raise it to the top, you know? Yep. <laughs> so in this case, uh, we're going to actually have flow a little bit backward now, right? Mm. And like, because the community is like, there's learning so much from each other, right? They're like, uh, many times the answer is the same thing that we answer ourselves, right? Right. Yeah. So we evolved. Well, we evolved into us approving all the posts, and then we wanted to be the first one to answer that question, like you said. We wanted mm -hmm. to be a BRS face, answer the question first, and with a you know, with a team of uh, like upwards of three people, and you and I chiming in every now and then, the the amount of stuff for that to happen. Massive. Well, and as, it, as it grows and it gets yeah. more valuable, you only use it more too. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, like right now, I asked Adam, and Adam says he's like he's answering about a third of them, and then he's letting two thirds of them just go through for the community because there isn't like a real need. The community knows all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there isn't a real need for it, but there's like a real complex answer, and that commonly gets uh, like I'll just say it wrong answers attached to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna answer it first. But also now with you and the team, I think there's like new opportunities here too, right? <laughs> so we can answer uh, like those questions, the hard ones, but also there's this cool thing in here and I like really hope that we use it. I really do. It's called learning units. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. And so like the learning units like allow you to create like a little like pre-quiz within the Facebook group. So yeah. like you want to learn about like filtration, like we'll ask you a whole bunch of questions and you're going to answer to the best of your ability and then it'll tell you whether you got it right or wrong, right? <laughs> uh, and then there's like a learning unit. You can like watch videos or read articles that you write yeah, maybe, or whatever. You can curate the stuff that put in there that's valuable to whatever it is and then maybe mm -hmm. after we can have conversations like one-on-ones or something like that. Boom. Um, you know, figure out the specific problem that you're having sometimes. Uh, it's easier just to talk to somebody as opposed to like sit and wait for an answer I mean if you're holding the tube of water here and you got a pump over here and you need to you know you need to get that answer um, yeah I think the, the the groups gonna be a great way to get that you know? so like I think there's like something here like uh, in the essence of like I mean somebody asked you how do I get it is this Aptasia yeah okay well yeah but like <laughs> where do we go now 
You know, where's the, where's the following answers of yeah. like, how do I it's get like, rid of it? Yeah, right, uh, right. stuff will sting coral, and you probably don't want to let it get out of control. And you yeah. know, here's the best way to get rid of it. And so, like, uh, you can do a little pre-quiz on like Aptasia, mm -hmm. right? And then like all the ways that you get rid of it, and like the do's and don't do's. You yeah, know, yeah. like whatever you do, don't kill don't it. use Aptasia. Yeah, X yeah don't use stuff that'll spread it. Well, right? and then, spread it. you know, you get to you have the community there because say there's five different ways to do things, and then you're gonna obviously see that there's one of those that's gonna mm -hmm. rise to the top. Um, and getting that feedback from, you know, unbiased or let's just say other, you know, other hobbyists like you, you know, it's, it's super valuable, man. Like I said, for me, being always working in the industry, I was privy to this information and the stuff was pretty obvious to me. And I worked with people that um, have been doing this for years. And, you know, as a hobbyist, sometimes it's challenging. I mean, I experience it. I'm a big fisherman, uh, liked RC cars for a long time. And so, it was that experience was completely different than aquariums. You know, mm -hmm. trying to learn stuff. Like I'd have to go to the hobby shop, talk to the guys for hours. Uh, with mm -hmm. fishing, you know, I mean that's one thing you, you get out and you just get better by doing it, uh, just like anything. But uh, yeah, still a different experience than what the the reef hobby has been for me. You know, um, and I think access to this information that we have now is better than ever. It's crazy. It's insane. Um, the difference, uh, even in the last ten years. Um, and what's cool is, you know, Facebook's got these groups, and you have an instant access to peers, professionals, businesses, like all in one place, you know, like it would take you hours and, and four different emails and different books to kind of, to have all that access. Now you have one place to go and just post it up, you get three answers from three different, uh, you know, professionals or experts on the, you know, opinion, somebody who's done it all the time, somebody who does it for a living, you know, and then uh, somebody that's just like you sitting at home, you know. So for me, this is like a really big thing. Right, and it's really, really hard to get to the bottom of this in a lot of different methods. If I go ask a question, you know, like how do I do X, you know, get rid of this or install this or whatever, what happens is there's usually a big debate about it. Yeah. And the debate is actually mudding through, like some actions are actually wrong, mm -hmm. but actually most of them are right. And it's just this big debate about which one's the best. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. as a new person that's answer, asking this question, it's hard. like, yeah, well, I don't, I mean, well, of course I want the best, but I actually really just want something that is easy to do and works. Yeah. Right? Something that works. Yeah. And so hopefully with like the learning units or just the Ask BSGB in general, like we can give you an answer that's in a super easy to digest, reliable, and even go. shareable manner yeah. that helps you understand how to do this in a way that works, mm -hmm. right? Uh, like we can get rid of the debate about the best possible manner that like I got 3% more performance out of this thing yeah, or whatever, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Uh, like after I've solved my problem, now I can get into that like uh, right. escalation. Sure, like, sure, sure. Most of the people asking this just need to solve today's problem. Well, it's like you're getting, uh, you are getting our answer first in that uh, you could wade through all of those different options and like you said, some are right, most of them are right, a lot of them are right. Uh, but more importantly, like what, is, what would be our essay? And we're, you know, if you're not, if you ask, like, uh, if you ask your Aptasia question, and uh, what's your Aptasia question? You, know, you get that one a whole lot, but you could just go to this learning unit and be like, everything in this learning unit is BRS's answer. So if you want to, you can pose that oh, question sure. to the group sure, yeah. and get a whole slew of different types of answers and stuff. But if you want to know what BRS, if you like, if you want, if you want to know what we would say, there's it's already right here yeah, in the unit. Yeah. So oh, for those of you don't know, when you say the BRS answer, 
what you're really saying is like, I mean, because it's coming out of uh, Robert or Randy or I's mouth, it might seem like it's like they're our way or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not, actually. It's like when you're talking about Aptasia or whatever, it is the fact that uh, we go back and sit in a circle and huddle with every customer service agent, every marketing person here, and like, how do we beat this thing? You know, what works, what doesn't work? And so there's literally like hundreds of years of reading. I mean, we do it all. We like go yeah. through the experience, you know? Yeah. Like, That's huge. And like, well, that didn't work, that did work. Why did it work here but not there, yeah, right? Yeah. And then not only that, but all those customer service agents talk to probably a hundred different reefers every single day, <laughs> yeah. right? So there's like, when you say like uh, the BRS answer, it's, it's really like your answer. You know, it's tens of thousands of reefers talking to dozens of customer service and marketing people. All of us talking together, collecting this information sure. into hopefully an answer that works, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and like get past the debate for the best because that's just kind of a different thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it's a tough one. It's like, I don't know. As opposed okay. to just product. We're not just talking about product here. I mean, the huge part of this hobby is how to do things, how to understand the, you know, it's uh, the best reef, reef keeper keeps water, you know, or whatever that saying goes. It's like, we're water keepers, mm -hmm. you know? Like we're not, we don't keep fish tanks, we keep water. Mm -hmm. As long as you do that, everything else is gonna fall in line. Yeah, okay, so next one, man, that feeds right into this kind of stuff is, uh, I mean, we were immediately like, well, maybe Robert could do some awesome videos on, on Facebook too, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, Facebook actually has like a, a really easy to use uh, Facebook or video things. Yeah. You can do them live. You yeah. can pre-record them, edit them, and upload them. You can answer questions you guys have uh, via video. You could, you know, maybe do videos that go into the learning unit. So anything you guys might like to see, like, hey, I really liked watching Robert do this thing in the past. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be fun if he did it here? I'm excited to sort of, so everything I've done before was like really sort of pre-produced, you know, like mm -hmm. took a lot of time thinking about it, did it by myself. So it'll be neat uh, being on the social side and, and it's not just live, but like it's just a way to kind of be raw, to kind of, you know, talk. And I feel like I'll have a better connection. Uh, with some some of you guys out there, and we all have a common interest, you know. Like we all are friends on a certain level because we all like reef takes. So um, I'm excited to sort of to take that approach to it, you know. That'd be um, fun, like uh, yeah. Thursdays, ask Robert. There you, uh, go. you know, whatever, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> pop in for an hour and answer questions, man. Just engage with people and have fun. Yeah. Right. No, so uh, anything that you guys might like to see out of that, man? Let us know for sure. Uh, also, one of the things that I think is going to be super fun is an extension of the deals. So we did this like in Black Friday, uh, and it's happened here and there too, but like specifically for the Ask BRS TV Facebook oh, group, yeah, yeah. you, uh, I mean, there's unique deals and stuff out there. So we had talked about like uh, you reaching out to some vendors and like coming up with yep. a very specific deal only to the uh, Ask BRS yeah, TV group, uh, which is for, exciting. So people on social, like, um, you know, we could do, gosh, we do competitions, we could do contests and giveaways, uh, we could do like the daily deals like you guys have done, but. That stuff's fun. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of thinking about stuff that like rewards you for engagement, you know, like um, uh, active users or I don't know, maybe mm -hmm. use a badge system, you know, mm -hmm. for guys that contribute to the, the, uh, the group more so than others or, or, or valuable ways, you know, we can reward those guys. Um, just exciting, man, we got a lot, we got a lot to do, but um, you know, it's, uh, it's neat to be a part of it. It's neat to be a part of this group. You know, I've been an outsider. I shouldn't say an outsider, but like, you know, just outside looking in for so long, and it's I never thought I'd be sitting here. You know, but here we are today, and uh, we're gonna 
kick some serious butt. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, uh, like uh, over on Facebook, we're like we do daily deals and stuff over there. Like they pop in and give uh, like uh, on Facebook, you can get a you know buy one get one free, all kinds of stuff. And so like uh, because Robert happens to know a lot of the supply chain here as well, like hopefully we're gonna reach out to them and get like kind of ridiculous deals, like the BOGO type stuff, uh, like which okay, is uh, yeah. get all one right. buy one get one free. We kind of do it on a daily basis and really get a new opportunity to get to try out new things maybe they're like extreme deals like half off or something just for 24 hours and one of the reasons you can do it on Facebook and you can't really do this on YouTube as well because YouTube doesn't really have a mechanism to like distribute yeah. information yeah. this way you have right? to be tuned in for the live and then yeah. catch it yeah. it's yeah. They, like on Facebook you can post a little ad and it just kind of shows up on your phone mm -hmm. right uh, YouTube doesn't really have that thing you know so it's not like a really great mechanism for that but like Facebook is and so uh, you know just uh, follow us and even if you don't like Facebook man you can create one account and follow only us there you go like don't even have to put your real name in talk a little bit yeah, it doesn't matter yeah true. Uh, and so like uh, hopefully we'll get really cool deals out of it because like you know, part of it is like, you know, I used to be in part of different kind of groups outside and like, you know, vendors would hit our local club and give us special deals, you yep. know, and it's like, wow, cool, man. My community is like uh, getting recognized and like uh, earn something mm -hmm. special, man. It's fun. So hopefully we'll like get maybe special shirts or something. Hats. Oh, that would be awesome. I, know, I am right? a swag guy. I love it. I <laughs> love also making poor people sign 3,000 hats. Yeah. I don't know. Stuff like that will be really, really fun. Uh, and you know, the one of the things actually too is like, I just don't have a, enough time for, or Randy doesn't, mm. is industry news. Yeah, I know. That's right? a big thing we, we had talked about a couple yeah. times. I get the light bulb goes. I get real excited about that. But, um, yeah, man, I like getting out there and learning about new new products. You know, I definitely I have a fascination with equipment for sure. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys that like finds the one I like and only uses that thing. Like, I, I have a fascination with all of them. And like, you know, I'll use three different pumps on a fish tank because I want to see. I'm just fascinated with the, the capabilities and, and working with different ones. So, uh, you know, product wise, that's gonna be fun. Uh, I'll be stoked on like reporting on new products and. Uh, you know, different things that are developing the hobby. I mean, technology is just amazing these days, what they're doing. So yeah. it's cool to see how that's going to, you know, develop, especially well, this on, next year. And then on the flip side of that, too, is the, like, like what's the latest, like, happening in, like, fish breeding? And which oh, fish sure. is bred? And, you know, yeah, coral, captive breeding, you know, man, restoration I mean, and stuff much, like that. That blows me away, man, is, like, every month you're you're pulling something up on, you know, reef builders yeah. about a new fish that they just did, you know? And that's just cool stuff, man. That's really cool to me. Yeah, I think a lot of, uh, I don't know, there's some, I'd say there's some reefers out there that only interact with the reefing community on Facebook and things like that. And I'm, maybe, I'm not sure who they're following. Maybe some don't actually get, you know, news like that. Oh, maybe sure, they don't, yeah. Maybe they don't go I guess, to like yeah, other you know, websites. There really or, isn't uh, uh, like a dedicated place for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, yeah. there is on different, but not on Facebook, you know. So this is like cool for me because you just kind of like uh, I'm like a dinosaur man like in terms of social media I'm so far behind you know? <laughs> but like uh, you know I just think it's really cool to see how these different medias are used so for like YouTube I feel like sometimes I got a commitment I open up the YouTube app and then like I'm into this for at least 10 minutes to watch yeah, some video yeah. I gotta mm -hmm. find the right one it's like a commitment opening up my Facebook like just, just flip until I'm done 
Yeah, uh, there's no commitment here, right? Wait in the car for a minute or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like I can just see a bunch of cool tanks. I can you know answer three questions while I'm like getting my like oil changed or whatever, and like it's just like a totally different thing, man. It, like adds into the you know like atmosphere of reefing, mm -hmm. right? Sure. Like it just it's supplementary to each other in just totally different ways. Yeah, I know? think you know it's we talked about it. Uh, I think you know everybody sort of prefers to consume the content a little bit differently. You know, mm -hmm. like talking about the written. Uh, the video and now we're getting onto this like okay where does that video live you know and how is that video served to me um, and how is it constructed so you know some guys like the uh, 20 30 minute real in-depth explanation but you know a lot of people just want to hear it in under five minutes and like uh, you know just get it get the point across to me so I can go home and apply it to my tank mm. um, and then podcast. You know, yeah, our podcast. Yeah, yeah podcast. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've only gotten in podcasts like the last year, two years. I follow this meat eater company. I love them, man. And I, I listened to the podcast, and that kind of got me hooked on it. And now I'm like listening to all the big ones, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm doing it every time I'm in my car, you know? Mm -hmm. But I never thought I would be like into that. I never listened to the radio much. It was like, I never thought it. But sure enough, you know, this is last year. It just took one sort of topic to kind of inspire me. And now I'm in the podcast world, you know, I'm downloading them, listening to them, I'm, gosh, on the airplane right here, listen to two. Yeah, and because so, you don't always have time to sit down in front of YouTube and listen to, uh, like, an hour long of how Randy and I Gavin, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I can listen to it in the car, and, you know, it's just, like, the easiest format to get it done. Because I could open a YouTube app and still make that happen, Bluetooth it in, but, like, often, you know, just the podcast app is just the easiest way to get that kind yeah. of thing done. So, and I just, like, you know, like I said, different people consume, maybe just it's just that that one piece of content or that one, you know, person maybe that just sort of bridges you into like, oh, well, this is a Facebook group. This is kind of cool. Mm. And, you know, like now I'll be in the Facebook group that when before you're like, oh, I hate Facebook, like you said, you know, I'll never do it. But maybe just, you know, sign up for the account, get in there, turn the notifications on and maybe you'll find some value in it, you know? Well, so it's, use it for a different tool. <coughs> so like I have two Facebook accounts, like one that I use for like my friends and family and one for the reefing community, right? And they are used totally different, yeah. right? And like <laughs> one of them, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, Jill had a new baby, awesome, hearty, you know. And you go through those kinds of things, and you share birthdays and stuff like that. Right. And then my reefing one is actually the one that's open like ninety percent of the time. Sorry, family. Is <laughs> uh, one like I just because it's, it's the thing that I'm interested in on a daily basis, man. Is like I just like seeing what people are doing, right? Yeah. And it's just fun for me, and like. It's fun in the way that, like, I can go to Taco Bell and uh, eat my favorite uh, Cholito. Maybe you guys don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> research menu. it. It's a Off special menu. item. Uh, yeah, you can get a Cholito. I can research it. And just kind of flip through and see people's tanks and stuff. It has nothing to do with anything. And Facebook is now a research tool. It has nothing to do. Like, yeah. it's, so, it's so interesting to me. Again, like... One day I'm gonna like wake up, start tweeting and stuff too. I guess I don't know. But I'm like eight million years behind all this stuff. <laughs> so I don't know. We're gonna see that. I think uh, we're also probably gonna see best of the week type emails, right? Yeah, uh, that, uh, that was one thing. Um, sort of like we're doing it now. I think it's Saturday mornings we're sending out like a, a content sort of wrap up or a mm -hmm. weekly roundup of the content. Uh, it's videos and and uh, posts from the week that we find really valuable. Um, but I think I want to run with that, you know, like maybe turn it into a, a, like a video form mm. uh, where, you know, I can sit down and, and have little mini conversations about all of the cool things that we've put out this week. Um, you know, bring you guys, like bring, the, you know, a really good post in mm -hmm. or say there's a, you know, somebody's uh, having a challenge like, um, you know, Bryopsis or, or Dinos or something or challenging them. And, you know, we can have a little conversation about that. 
but then also serve you guys the content in a place where like, oh, that is interesting to me, and maybe it was on the platform that I don't follow all the time, and then you'll get over there and you know, you'll find some value in it. I think that's probably one of the old, that's probably one of the, the emails that I actually get and open the most is the reef to reef. <laughs> like daily top headlines, oh, top sponsor posts yeah, and threads. Yeah. And I'll actually see, you know, I get tons of emails, tons of junk mail, but that one I'll, I'll scroll, scroll through and I'll like, oh wow, that actually yeah. looks pretty you cool. What gets me on, on those emails one. is a picture for whatever reason. Like I'll be going down, like I, I look at the picture, probably just because I you know, love bright corals and stuff. So I'll like the cool picture and then I go to the headline. It's terrible to admit this, but. <laughs> we all do that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. So we have David and Reef to Reef are the thought leaders uh, of like, uh, it, like forums are like the original social media. By totally. The way. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. I mean, I don't think people think about it that way, but it's absolutely the beginning of all communities. Yeah, right? it was like written on the walls there for a long time. Um, I think it just took sort of the right uh, cover, the right picture, like the right way, like be served to people because they forums can be pretty intimidating. And they were for me so in the beginning, you know, with like, oh my gosh, so much, where do I go? Like, what, what do I click on, you know? But then once you kind of figure it out, just like social media, like once you kind of figure out Facebook, it's like, oh wow, this is really powerful. I just need to. So I'd figured out forums prior to reefing in EverQuest. Oh, yeah. like, that's like precursor to World of Warcraft. <laughs> that's how nerdy I am. Am I a gamer? No. Yeah. I've yeah. heard enough well, about like, his. I had 8,000 posts in my like, EverQuest. <laughs> what is EverQuest? Is it a computer game? Yeah, like you go around and like kill dragons and stuff. <laughs> right, right. Like I had like four computers and playing like oh six guys at once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I had, I had uh, like uh, broke into forums earlier. And that's so, uh, like I went into this one totally knew how to use the uh, forums. Like, nice. And uh, how to interact with the community and You're stuff. You're ahead but, of the game. Yeah, like so, it was instant. But seeing those emails uh, for me, like, like I don't have time actually to go to the forums and like sift through looking for mm -hmm. things that are interesting. Yeah. So if you can just send me an email yeah. of this week's best conversations, yeah. oh, I'm totally in. And like uh, all the way. This can branch out yeah. into the news too. Like this doesn't have to be BRS videos. Like this can be mm -hmm. like industry yeah, news. You know, mm -hmm. awesome blog posts. Like we're not, like don't put us in a box here. You know, like we're we're willing to. Uh, sort of branch out because like we're just as interested in hobby news and cool things that are going on here just as much as you are you know we're all love to keep fish tanks and so um yeah i mean that can kind of evolve you know into into just another way for us to serve you cool stuff you know so one of my personal hopes is actually that you get a chance to use video to answer questions right when you yeah, see a really yeah. good one like uh, -huh. uh you know like oh man i never heard anybody say anything like that Let's like dig in and like yeah. share, you know, Jerry's thoughts with the world. Sure, because these sure, are important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a super, super. Maybe awesome we could thing. do too. We could do like a, like like a video Q and A. What's that? Like a side by side screen. We do like a, a mm -hmm. conference call, like a Skype call or something. Oh yeah. yeah. We get a customer to agree to it, and then they show us their fish tank or something. Do that in a couple minutes. That'd be fun. This is Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This so was it's not question. just like the quote across the bottom. I mean, we get like Jerry with his headphones on. Yeah. Fun. That's yeah, cool. I think there's going to be cool things, man. Hopefully, with preferred reefers and photo challenges and contests and stuff. And like, we're just kind of like, you know, open and honest, man. We created like this Facebook group. I didn't understand Facebook at all. And like, I don't get yeah. it. Like, put a fish up there. It's cute. It says I won't get one link, and five people like click on it. I just, I just understand like where's valuable. And then we open up this group, and like yeah. twenty thousand people poured in, and like, oh. That's a, yeah, like, that's a lot oh, of these people, story. man. Uh, this is a perfect way to communicate with each other, and yeah. it's so fast. And like, 
it's I don't know, it's just so incredible. And like, I like instantly understood it then. But yep. yeah. prior to the group, I just I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is super fun. We're gonna see those contests, maybe some preferred reefer group, all the stuff we talked about. So I thought maybe we should like dive into like I see a bunch of questions up there. Like, yeah, maybe let's do we it. can uh, just hit on some of them. Randy, uh, go ahead and shoot. All right. Uh, first, we have to hit up Farm Frags for the fifteen dollars they oh. sent for uh, get a coffee on them. There we and go. I will make sure we get a coffee for uh, Robert on here. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Nice. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of calls for Instagram. Greg Carroll's here. And, Greg. Uh, hey, Greg. And Greg you, says. Have Robert show some Instagram love, too. Uh, he could do videos for those of us that aren't uh, on Facebook. You know it, buddy. Um, Instagram's my platform. That's kind of like my uh, my game. I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's on the menu, man. It's on the radar. We're going we're gonna to get some love to Instagram for sure. So You've got the keys to the BRS Instagram account, yes, too. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. Uh, well, start, starting this next year. And... Um, yeah, I've got some cool ideas there because Instagram's a fun one. That's my preference. I do like it too. So yeah. my preference is also uh, Instagram, just because yeah. like yeah. I I prefer to hearty over pictures. like write stuff <laughs> and it's yeah. just pictures yeah. and like you don't see a lot of political crap. I was gonna say and people everything. don't tend to yeah. not argue or yell at Nobody's each other or political. Yeah, that's yeah. what's cool about Instagram. It's my it's just it's easier for me. Sure. I don't. I have also grown to like square pictures more than rectangles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. In fact, I also I shoot them square now. Uh, really? On your phone? Really, yeah, I don't oh, know. That's like, interesting. I, it's, it's, I've been corrupted, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. So I'm excited to see how uh, you guys take uh, what you guys do with that. Because yeah, no, that'll be fun. I think it's huge for reefers, too, because it's like, let's just be honest, man. You want to show off your fish tank, and that's, mm -hmm. what, yeah. you, like, oh, yeah. that's what you go online a lot of times. Like, you're proud of something, your coral's growing. That's mm -hmm. why you go there. And Instagram is the place to do it. Mm -hmm. I think I why mean, there's such a huge following there. A little glass box of pride. Yeah, if we, if we own it up to it, it, it absolutely. And just like your pride, it's fragile. It is fragile, <laughs> yes, yes. You know, it is. It's just like you're taking care of this thing and you're doing it. something that's so hard, man. And when you finally find success, man, you want to share it. Yeah, right? totally, and, totally. So, and there's nothing it, wrong with that. It's a, oh, <laughs> no, man, for sure yeah, you yeah, should yeah. do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, like, share it with other people who want to share theirs. Yeah. You know, theirs and failures. You know, both yeah. successful failures. Dude, absolutely. It's the one of the best parts of the whole thing. Uh, so, yeah. hey, thanks, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Merry Christmas again, Greg. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Terry Terry Wolfgang, he says, uh, Robert needs to start uh, start threads on Reef to Reef. Oh, start threads. Okay, sure. So you um, were on Reef to Reef yeah, because week. the question, it was funny <laughs> that we're talking about this topic yep. and you're here today because uh, the question came up on our Bulk Reef Supply sponsor page mm -hmm. uh, and it was like, this, is Robert working at Bulk Reef Supply? Yeah, like, yeah. look at here's his profile. It says works at Bulk Reef Supply. What is this about? Yeah. And then you hopped on there and uh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, classically, I didn't I, just because I'm involved in so much other content. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was never like I always had a Reef to Reef account and I would use it for reference, but I never was really too involved there. But that's great feedback, man. Thank you. If you you know want to hear that from me or want to see it from us, uh, we'll put it on the list, man, and see how we can work it into it. Um, I've got some ideas there and. and uh, you know, Randy and I have talked about it a little bit, different things we could branch out there. Uh, but thank you, Terry. Appreciate it. Right yeah. uh, and then it looks like majority of the rest of these are some uh, just tank-related stuff, which is pretty cool. All right, shoot. Uh, the, let's start with the bottom one. Richard says, uh, newbie question, if allowed, what's the best saltwater online company to buy uh, marine livestock. Uh, I live in an area where there is no LFS, probably maybe somewhere in Montana, I don't know. Okay, so this is a newbie <laughs> person, right? So in this case, man, I think probably inexpensive counts. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, yeah. And easy access and reliability. So I, for livestock, I'm super curious uh, what either of you guys think. 
Oh gosh, that's a tough one. Um, so for me, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably just gonna have to go with the live Aquaria one. I mean, worldwide mm -hmm. corals just seems too much beyond what you know a newbie would do. That'd be really intimidating. Well, there's the beautiful two stuff. There's fish and there's coral. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. So I think your live Aquaria would be great for uh, for fish. Uh, for coral, man, I might say get in the car and take a drive. I mean, if you just you know if you mm -hmm. can drive a couple hours to go find some yourself, get a buddy. Um, that might be worth it. Even take like a two-day trip. Get your cooler. Uh, corals, you know, can live in a bag for a little bit. You know, dealing with it like fish. You know, like you can you can get them there as long as temperatures right. Uh, because then you get to kind of actually see, and you you won't be bummed. Like, you know, uh, let's just say an eagle eye zoa like can look cool in a picture, but then you get it home, and there's only three of them, and you like you might be bummed. And then, you know, uh, you don't want to let those things like discourage you. You know, um, and the local fish store experience is so important, I think, to a new hobbyist and having a good local fish store experience. Um, I definitely recommend uh, doing everything you can to, to try to get out and support some of those local fish mm -hmm. stores, but also just see what you can accomplish, you know? I could say personally for me, I've ordered, I've ordered Live Aquaria, for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, I've ordered Blue Zoo Aquatics before, also. Blue Zoo, I know the guys there in California, and, those are great guys. And I've. I don't. You can you you can't order fish from ORA, can you? You have to have that's is no. it wholesale no. only? Yeah. yeah, wholesale only. Yeah, wholesale yeah. Only. So if you like the stuff on ORA, have your local fish store get them. But yes, you can request uh, it. Uh, Live Aquarium has them too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but I've uh, those are the two I bought from. And yeah. I bought Cleanup Crew from like a cleanupcrew.com something like that and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Oh yeah, he's Florida. Yeah, Cleanup Crew. Clean. I think it's cleanupcrew.com. Something clean, like that. Yeah, I forget something what like was. that. But he was a really good guy. Mm -hmm. uh, he sent a shipment to me. Um, the end of last year for the uh, the Red Sea tank I was building and that was awesome. It was great. He, he like, I just had asked him. I was like, yeah, I just want to clean up crew. Not really sure what I want, but you know, I know I don't want like a ton of snails, like just a few snails. You know, crabs do their thing. So just put it together for me. You know, and he was awesome. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. Give me an urchin. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who don't know, there's like a row down in LA, like uh, near the airport. That's it's why called, I'm so spoiled, yeah. man. It's just uh, fish <laughs> fish row. Yeah. Yeah. So all the wholesalers uh, yeah. import all this stuff. And so, actually, uh, a lot of these stores that we're talking about just have like little cordons or sections off in mm. the back of these uh, facilities that are like uh, for each one of these stores right, yeah. that we're talking about. Uh, because the less transport they go through, the better, right? right. And so they don't want to keep changing hands and stuff. So, for the most part, a lot of these fish and stuff are coming kind of from the same places. Not yeah, always, they're kinda... and they're treated a little bit different in each mm -hmm. place. Uh, but for a beginner, uh, you know, cheap counts in that case. Oh, Live Aquaria, man, is like yeah. one of the tops. I actually like Blue Zoo because they did a few extra efforts. I, one of the things I do is actually just call them up. You know, call any one of these things up and just find somebody who's like, hey, I'm, I'm a beginner, I'm thinking about these fish, and see if they're helpful. You know, because mm -hmm. sure. if they're helpful beforehand, like. They're going to be helpful. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is if they're not helpful before you have the, your money, they're not going to be helpful afterward, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, and so, yeah, 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 like, yeah. just earn some trust with some people. And there's, you know, more expensive routes. Uh, you know, we had Elliot in here, uh, like, a, a last marine week. Marine collectors marine last collectors. week. Yeah, yeah marine collectors. I, that's who I buy my fish from personally, mm -hmm. but these also much more expensive, kind of like right. what you get into a year two, three, or four or something. Well, well collectors is the word there. Yeah. You know? like when you start collecting. And there's fish. some hobbyists, like, on the forums. Uh, oh, you can buy used gear you know what, before, go, yeah. but there's hobbyists on the forum. One thing I, 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 personally, I would, if I'm going to buy fish online, and that's my only option, uh, because it has to get shipped, 
I'd probably go with somebody who has like like a live aquarium who does have a nice DOA, you know, type of. If this fish doesn't survive in the first in the first 14 days, where uh, they'll replace it or they'll give you credit to replace the fish. Uh, if you're buying from somebody on like a forum, uh, it's a good option, and overnight is uh, absolutely the best. Um, if anything were to happen to that fish, though, I'm kind of out that. Yeah, so, I would say. Uh, like trading coral, I guess if you're new, it's gonna be hard because you don't have coral to trade. But just know that like that's a really cool part of this hobby is trading corals. Uh, I had a lot of fun, met so many cool people doing it, got some really cool coral that way that I probably could never afford it otherwise um, because I had a cool one that I could trade it for. So just understand that resource is there. I would definitely explore it. Um, I mean, there's guys that do this constantly out of their garage and have hundreds and hundreds of frags that they can sell for five dollars a pop. Um, you just kind of have to. You know, either get there or cover the shipping costs. You know, um, I'd be yeah. surprised. Uh, I'd be surprised if you can't find a, a fellow reefer or a, a, another reefer in maybe like an hour. I was gonna say a hundred mile radius. 100, so 100 yeah. Miles, yeah. Okay. And you could probably, well, we don't know where this guy is. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So for me, corals are totally different than fish. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. I don't like buying corals where it's not what you see, what you get. Yeah, right. I've been disappointed too many times. Uh, and so, yep. if you just see a generic picture of a coral, uh, what you're gonna get, man, just it, just be wary of it, you know. Because they, they don't even know. You know, they don't really know what's in stock at the moment. Like, and oh, it doesn't yeah. necessarily look exactly like that thing. You know, mm -hmm. so beware. Like, cheap is getting you. What you're gonna get it. I like finding specific vendors for specific things. Like, there you, go, you know, yeah. like there are guys out there that specialize in zoanthids and mushrooms and SPS and LPS or just Australian corals. And like, you know, if you just kind of go around and, you know, ask the Facebook group or ask, uh, you know, a reef to reef or whatever, who does the, you know, best uh, euphilia or whatnot? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you can really find that and then you're, the chances you're going to be happy go way up. But outside of that, actually, if you can find a local club, and again, uh, this gentleman Richard here said he didn't have a store local to him, so he might not have a local club either. You know, it might be in the mountains or something. I don't yeah, know. But yeah. like, the next thing is, is like, there are these trade shows that are happening. Like, they just don't happen in the winter for the most part. So from like April all the way to like October, October there's a trade yeah. show every month, right? And, you know, there's probably <coughs> one that's going to be like a $150 flight from you. Like, there'll probably be one just like an hour and a half away from you yeah, at some yeah. point. And you can go and see 20,000 corals mm -hmm. all at once. And not all, like, they definitely have your like $1,000 home wreckers there. Uh, but they also have $15 frags that you can see in person and yep. say, that's awesome. And it's actually might end up being, even with your flight, if you just go kind of go in and out in the same mm -hmm. day, it might actually be cheaper. Right to just kind of go stock your tank that way. Oh yeah, then yeah. It, it, the having like you were saying, the what you see is what you get. Having to see it first goes a long way with coral because um, it's kind of it's like a very subjective thing. Like what I think is cool is probably way different than what Ryan thinks is cool. It's way different than what Randy thinks is cool. Just go ask Julian Sprung. You know he likes brown coral, yeah. and so it's like <laughs> the, uh, it's photography. Yeah saturation oh, sure. rates. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, People manipulating photos, that's a... Well, so they're all manipulated in some fashion, right? Yeah, they're yeah. manipulated, the lights they're using, they're manipulated with a filter on the front. 
the best ones are manipulating the photography to look like it looks like in person. Yeah. But the desire to like, well, let's just see a little bump of saturation yeah, a little green. There, it's, right? it's hard to, to get away from it. Just on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That happens like they give it to you. They literally like will edit the photo for you. I do different. it with my kid. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I take yeah. pictures with my kid. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if it was brighter out today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that's the kind of thing. So if you can see the corals in, in person, like a clownfish kind of looks like a clownfish for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, an SPS frag does not look like an SPS frag. It's just totally, oh, totally true. different. Yeah. So if you get a chance, man, go to one of the shows. Reef of Palooza is all over the nation. Uh, then uh, like there's also local ones. Local clubs almost yeah. always have uh, ones, one yeah. like in your city at least once a year so just pop your head search for you know your city and reef tank club and you'll probably see like when they're gonna have one this year or ask somebody let's say this Richard if you're having trouble finding people in your area just shoot us PM we'll, we'll help you figure it out man yeah hit, hit us up on the, on the, the Facebook go. group and ask is there a local club in uh, the yeah. San Diego area and we or somebody will tell you where exactly. it is for we'll sure. be able to find that information real quick for you Richard all right right on uh, let's take a look here uh, Trans Jurassic 93 says, I'm starting my 75 gallon o uh, over due to bubble algae taking over. Ooh. How do I clean all my rock, bleach for a week, or should I not use the rock again? Ooh. Oh, well, um, yeah, bubble algae, you know, I would say pull it out of the tank, dry it out, clean it off. Um, you, could, you could do bleach, but I wouldn't necessarily think you'd have to do that. I would say just dry it out. Um, everything should die off that, make sure it's clean, and, you know, do it again. Mm. I would have said that diff that like three months ago. That's the advice I would have given. Until you saw until you saw vibrant work on bubble algae. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. What what do you say? Oh, it was in ahead. the there's Red Sea Studio tank where it was just thick chunks of bubble algae everywhere, yeah, and then like, what was it literally like, melted? Does it like it turns like white, right? Sort of just melts away, or I've never seen anything like it in my life. <laughs> uh, so. You know, bubble algae, once you get it, uh, to me, it just looks terrible. It yeah. looks like little warts all over your skin. I think skin, it's cool, right? but yeah, it's true. Uh, and it's one of those things, like, it either bothers you or it doesn't. Yeah, right? I think it's just such a neat looking, it's just really neat looking. And it's even cooler to, like, touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you get it all over your tank, like, sometimes you get lucky in some, you know, fox face or, you know, yeah, some I've never had that. Emeralds like, they talk about. Like, I've tried, man. I've never, ever seen it. This is my own personal take on it, and this is just opinion, is those types of predators are good at keeping it at bay to begin with. Mm -hmm. like, sure, yeah. So if you have some emerald crabs in there and you have certain fish and stuff that go after it, like they, you may have bubble algae in your tank, you just never know it because they get the little bits Isn't of it Isn't there beforehand. some truth where they, like, they prefer to eat it when it's young? Probably. You know, yeah. like, I know like hair algae, there was some mm -hmm. talk about that. Um, I imagine across the board, though, like they're going to want to eat it fresh. Shoot, we like baby greens, don't we? Easy, small, right? Yeah, and it's like tender. Yeah, and so I, I find that like it will make it an exist a uh, problem like that exists, not exist because you can't see it, but very rarely does it treat it. Like if you already have an outbreak of this stuff and you're to the point here where like a, a Transjurassic 93 here wants to shut down his tank, like it's obviously progressed as to the point that fish is probably not going to solve your problem. Yeah. However, few months ago we uh, heard this like enough times <laughs> I finally believed I uh, tested the vibrant put it in the tank the stuff turns like silver in a matter of weeks mm -hmm. let's go and just like floats away and then it's gone <laughs> did you like, like did I you... wouldn't sh like uh, my advice to you would don't shut down your tank uh, oh, sure, yeah. uh, it's do some vibrant and then just be try, give it vibrant it, a right? try yeah before there you, you go. take try, it all apart try the vibrant first and give it a yeah, whirl for you know? sure because we're pretty confident it's 
it'll uh, it'll get you to the point where you'll be happy. I, I, in fact, like. I, you know, you bleach the rock, and it's like starting all over, right? Yeah, it's, I'm so scared to bleach rock. Just, I, so I'm not afraid to bleach it. It just makes it start all over. Yeah, right? I think drying it out for me is in scrubbing it out. Because I'll take the time to scrub it off with a brush and just get everything off there clean. But the only thing I've ever bleached was, like, fake stuff, you know, like old freshwater well, the, decoration The bleach stuff. will just gas off, and you can I mean, you let it dry, and then you can, as long as you don't get lemon-scented uh, <laughs> yeah, something with detergent yeah, in it. Yeah. But like uh, in this case, man, what I could do is just take this like rock and move it over to a bin and dump Oops, some vibrant in there, okay. right? That's and then like in the it. dark, you know, where it doesn't grow too, let it, off. like all the bacteria eat all of the excess organics and uh, or the heterotrophic bacteria go after that bubble algae and sure. remove it. And at, at minimum, I may not have like eradicated it from the system that way, but now I know also the tool that will keep it at bay in a way it's not a real yeah. issue. And you're right? not you're not killing off your your biological foundation, you know? Mm -hmm. Like even you move the rock from there to even a separate bin, you're still maintaining that diversity that's in the rock, you know, which is a huge thing. I mean it's it's it takes time to get there. There's a reason fish tanks need to cycle and why a reef at three months, six months, and twelve months are, have different you're, they're the twelve month reef is more stable, you know, mm -hmm. because of that diversity. Um, and you're gonna see it be able to handle things like a little algae outbreak and then just pulling that out. Um, and without, uh, without getting out of control, a lot better at a 12 month or even a 24 month tank than in a three month tank, you know, it's very easy for a particular species of algae just to take over, you know, because it's not, it doesn't have other things to compete against it. It's okay. absolutely true. And one of the things with dry rock in particular, like, you wonder, like, why do some people have such, such luck with it and some people don't? And, you know, like, it's just like one of those things. Because over, it's, it's usually the unique scenario. Like, there's something different about the way that you're doing it, either good mm -hmm. or bad, right? Yeah. And one of the things I found is if you start it with a bunch of, uh, like, you know, standard easy corals, like mushrooms and zoanthids and stuff, like, it's no problem. Yeah. Like, I can actually start a tank using dry rock like, really fast, like, insta-tank it, yeah. you know? Uh, however, <coughs> trying to do that with uh, Acropora, no. doesn't work, Not man. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it just doesn't. It, like, you have a longer cycle for sure, right? So, like, you know, really, I'd like to see the tank up and running for six months, man, before I put any Acropora yeah. frags or I'm using dry rock, especially like I bleached it to zero, right? Yeah. There's just like stability things in there. Stability is like a vague word, but right. like. Yeah, I remember thinking I was asking you earlier, like, what do you think it was? Was it like, uh, you were talking about, I don't know, one of the tanks around here, you know, uh, was it a, you know, like a nutrient stability, a chemical stability? Um, and there's just different things that can happen. Um, and also, this is one thing to think about too, like your skill set becomes better. Mm. And so you're able to uh, less screw ups, you know? And 12, 24 months into it, if you spend $150 on a frag, it's a lot easier to do that when you're confident uh, at 12 to 24 months in. Mm -hmm. And you can be proud of it and you know it'll be around. But doing that at three months in of building your first 20 gallon fish tank, it's probably mm -hmm. not something I recommend because you're gonna get a bad taste in your yeah. You know. so, all right, there you go. That's how you beat bubble algae. Uh, you could bleach it. I, I personally wouldn't be afraid to do it. You just realize what you're doing. You're yeah. going back to ground zero. There are great bleaching videos, though. This man right yep. here has made a uh, couple We have of done those. many, many of them. Yeah. It, is, uh, like, it seemed insane the first time I did it, but it yeah. is uh, absolutely... Uh, and there's great articles attached to those videos. 
on the website. <laughs> there you go. Right on, man. Uh, let's hit a few more. Yeah. And, uh, There's some quick ones here. Like David, uh, how do we lower the ALK in the Red Sea Coral Pro? I uh, would use Red Sea Blue Bucket or mix them 50-50. You can do that if you want to. Really? Little small ones, yeah. They have this, the uh, same. You take the small ones, mix uh -huh. them. Oh, yeah, okay. you can't lower the elk with just the. There's no miracle way to. No, do no, 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 no. Yeah. That's why I like use the blue bucket instead of coral pearl. Yeah, just if, it if you want lower elk. Switch. Be like a little magic alkalinity wand around. To, to turn it's it down. It's gone. <laughs> no. no, you can't lower it. Use a different bucket. Yeah. So, like use something that you. Uh, it's more in your it's range. Where you want I, it'd be yeah. better off going under. Yeah. And then adding some more alkalinity in than you are yeah. like trying to use something that's too high. Yeah, you for sure. Always put more in, but you can't take it out. Uh, let's see. Does. Uh, does seawater salinity stay between oh, 20 and 26 parts per million? Uh, That's a pretty big range. Should, yeah, uh, no. yeah. Uh, usually measured in parts per thousand, yeah. and I think we all shoot for like 35. Yeah, 35. And, and it be can be lower. I think it depends on what part, of the, but not between. That's too low. Yeah, that's too. It's too big of a range. I would say almost everybody I know shoots for thirty-five parts per thousand. Yeah, I think yeah, in the range too. I think you're like thirty-four to thirty-six ppt. You're like yeah. well, depending on where you're at. And some people with like uh, freshwater uh, or not freshwater, uh, fish only, like they they run a little lower uh, just because it's cheaper, man. And the fish don't seem to really mind that it's a little lower. You know, yeah. So so be it. But almost there. You got to remember that like when you go from thirty to thirty-five, where you're changing that. You're not just changing the salinity, you're I'm adding more all. everything or less everything. So like if I mix it lower, alkalinity is gonna be lower, potassium is gonna be lower, molybdenum will be lower, everything. Mm -hmm. It's the seawater, not like any of the brackish range or any of that kind yep. of stuff. I mean, we're just talking about the ocean where corals yeah. live. Yeah, hmm. uh, there you go. Uh, there is, oh, Derby City Reefers uh, has a, a recommendation and mm. like to see some in-depth videos on coral placement. In-depth videos, maybe mm. where, Noted. yeah. No, that's something I think we're all still trying to figure out. You know? yeah, exactly. It's like uh, every coral's different. There's different DNA in there. Some like a lot of light, a lot of flow, but you could have a same species but a different DNA set that likes it the opposite, you know, a little light and a lot of flow. So I think uh, coral placement, there are the basics, you know, but I think there's still a lot to figure out there. Um, like you've just, there's, there's so much unknown about it. So This is one of the things, that, man, like that I get most disappointed with buying online actually, or really anywhere, is when I go and buy that coral, what they've done is they've cut off the colorful tip. Oh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, and so, like, the problem is all those colorful tips kind of look the same, like, in terms of the shape of them. But some of them grow out into a bottle brush. Some of them played out. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them, they have, like, four different, like... Uh, the growth uh, formations. Growth, yeah, yeah, formations. So, yeah. like, it'd be just nice, man, if... I mean, you have the ability to show the mother, mother colony. Mother colony. Like, why not? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a WYSIWYG, like, like, here, this is the, the child of this one. Here's what you could achieve. So <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if I know I got an F-Low and it's going to grow yeah, out like yeah. a big flat plate, yeah. man, like, I'm going to put that something totally different than something that's going to bottle brush up. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. Uh, and so, like, coral placement here, like an uh, in-depth video on what some of these are. Sadly, some of them are, like, the names of these things are just so distorted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, the birthday cake yeah. surprise is different than uh, like uh, anniversary Disney. cake. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, so like you can't really connect it. But like the people that sell this stuff for a living mm -hmm. should absolutely show the mother colony yeah. on here and what it looks like when it's grown out, so you can get better coral placement. But that's something that we can absolutely help with too here sure. uh, to some degree. Noted. Yeah, solid. Um, Jake wants to know how long he cures rock for. And like we were saying, we've got videos. Yeah, tons there's of, a, a, a huge, huge playlist on rock. 
Um, How many people are curing rock these days now, now? Like actually curing it? I mean, for me, I think of curing rock is only to be a thing for, you know, wild collected live rock. Uh, or we used to have the Bacani and the Fiji. Yeah, and when, like and that. now that we're using this, this either dry rock or, you know, clean rock, like dead rock, uh, it's not really a curing. I mean, you're just cycling, you know? Yeah, it just goes right in the mind tank. Mind life. Maybe but. Cycling is like this crazy thing. It means something different to everybody. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It depends on which book you read or which way you perceived it to begin with. Um, so yeah. if you asked me a year ago, I would have told you, <laughs> and like it's funny how the opinions change, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You just keep learning. Yeah, and like somebody exactly. asked me, you know, usually if somebody asks me a really important question, you're like, man, there is a better way, right? <laughs> uh, and so like I was like, man, the moment you're gonna start a year ago, I would have told you the moment you're gonna start a tank. Go get your rock right now. Yeah. Right. Start soaking it in the bat. Throw a heater, some it's dead shrimp in there, or whatever. Mm -hmm. and to me, that's kind of curing. It's really yeah. cycling, but like right. getting all that biofilm to live on really it and whatever. Give your health a head start, you know. Okay. So then, somebody asked me, "Well, what are you going to do when you do your aquascape? You're going to take it all out, and it's going to dry out during that period of time." And I'm like, you know what? You're right, because I'm super anal about how I do my aquascape, right? And so I want a week of just messing around yeah. there, you know, yeah. staring at it. Like, so you're totally <coughs> right. For those of you that aren't going to do that, you're just going to aquascape it in the water or whatever, go cycle it pre-hand. It would yeah. be, be great. Uh, but if you're like me and you're going to set it up and stare at it for a day and then make a change and <laughs> stare at it, because I'm going to be looking at this thing for 10 years, hopefully, right? Yep. So, like, the weeks now is nothing, right? Okay, if you're going to do that, what I'm going to say now is, like, just set it up, put the fish in there, and cycle it without lights, man, for, yeah. you know, four, six yeah, months, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. You touched on this a little bit in the thing, but, yeah, uh, without lights and then the... Um, like like tangs and stuff. What's the word you use oh yeah, the utilitarian fish. utilitarian fish. Yeah, man, that's a huge thing. Establish those those guys. Like we were talking about earlier, they're gonna take care of algae when it's young. They're gonna keep it at bay from you, so you don't have to deal with that stuff. Um, Turn on the moonlights or something so you can see yeah, it or whatever. But you like, still got fish to look at and feed and you know yeah. interact with. Um, just understand your you know all that time that you'd spend leaving that rock in a bucket. Well, you're gonna you know it's just the amount of same amount of time in your tank. Give it, you know, two, three months to really do its thing and get in there um, before you start to trust adding a lot of livestock at one time, you know, adding, stocking it with a bunch of coral, a bunch of expensive fish. So, Jake, to answer your question, if you're talking about curing the rock uh, in order to, like, get organics that are from, like, stuff that came out of the ocean to die off, uh, I would tell you that in most cases you're going to need a couple of months to really do that effectively. Yeah. If you're talking about curing dry rock, which is, like, it maybe it's not called curing, but like prolonged cycle, which is getting all of the like organisms to populate mm -hmm. the giving surface. It life. Giving it life. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, just this isn't. If if it's your first rodeo, I understand that you want to get it done as fast as possible. But like, even if it is, like, just put a bunch of fish in there and your crabs and everything, and enjoy that you have a fish tank for the yeah. first like six months uh, of mm -hmm. owning the tank. Enjoy your fish. Enjoy the process. And when you do turn the lights on the success rates of this tank are going to skyrocket mm. versus trying to turn them on right away. Far less and the reason is because in. the algae with your high output lighting, if you're not having coral and different things in there to compete with the nutrients, the algae is just going to take over, man, and within a month, let's say two months, like you're just going to be farming algae, and you'll have a bad taste in your mouth, which is uh, what we're trying to help you avoid, you know?
So I, I feel like it's my own personal duty to help people get past the first year, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because if you get past the first year, you've learned everything you need to mm -hmm. do to get to 10. Oh yeah, right? sure, to be honest, sure, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that first year that like, I could do 18 different things that will screw this up. Like just let's, like get rid of those uh, and not do those things. And if you can get past that and you, the tank's been up for a year, it will actually now tolerate a whole lot of bad decisions. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that's the stability thing. You know, we were talking about earlier is like your tank can kind of go through these things. I don't want to quite say it's bulletproof, but you can handle an alk spike when the alkalinity dosing mm -hmm. pump stays on. You know, and your tank turns white. Um, you can handle like nutrient spikes without growing a bunch of bryopsis or dictyota or having a dino outbreak. Um, but that only happens in tanks that are really established and have been for some time. So that, that's like the heart of one of those questions is like, I used a product X here and it killed my tank, but you two didn't, right? Yeah. And it worked great. And it's the greatest uh, red slime remover ever known to man for you guys, but mm -hmm. why'd it kill my tank? Well, the reality is, is first off, the fact that I had that problem kind of puts me in a lower success pool just out of the bat. Like, not for sure, but like in general. And there's a pretty good chance there's something that separates me, and it's just in general, my tank is not as stable. So any change to anything in here just pushes it over throw the Throw a balance off. Yeah, there. so your super stable tanks are otherwise really healthy. You throw the red slime remover, they don't care. Yeah. Right, my tank that's already kind of sick I put it in there and it just pushes it over edge mm. and I kick the bucket. Right. So yeah, uh, you absolutely learn those things. Uh, can I answer a couple more and we'll yeah. call it a day, but like again, man, this has been super awesome to have you here, Robert, and uh, I uh, will uh, answer two more and I'll uh, call it a day. Uh, this one I like to call out because we you just did a video on it and took a big leap and Odile uh, asked, what do you do about dinos? Boom. Yeah. Dinos, classically, man, super tough one. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, nutrients are big, but light is, is big with that one, man. Black it out. Um, I can't really tell you how long it's gonna work. I would say go for, you know, 24 to 48 hours at a time. Turn it back on if you're not seeing it. Uh, of course, with your, you know, keep your nutrients under control. Um, but if you don't see any results after that, just give it a week and do it again, man. Um, pull them out of your tank if you can. But uh, that's the only way I've ever seen any effect is kill the light, black it out, you know. So it really depends, man. Like there's just so many, so much information out there, and there's yeah. so many different types of dinos yeah. and whatever, right? Like sometimes UV just totally wipes well, out. Well, and sometimes it's not even dinos too. There's like yeah. there's very similar algae that can, like, mm -hmm. you know, some brown slimes and stuff that look like it. But yeah. Uh, so uh, what we found, man, uh, doing a lot of a lot of research, talking to a lot of people that have beat it and whatnot. Treated is, ourselves too. Yeah. yeah. So cutting out the light, it's a photosynthetic organism. We'll mm -hmm. cut it back doesn't really usually wipe it out, but what it does is stunt. Uh, just like reduce the photo, maybe not the length, but the... No, you can just turn the lights off and black the tank oh, out, okay, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a photosynthetic organism. It will, it it will slow down the growth, right? Uh, and so in that case, so a large luck won't usually wipe it out of existence in that period of time, but it will create an area where other competing organisms can, can yeah, out-compete yeah. it, sure. right? And so that's where people start dosing like the Microbacter 7 and oh, the Vibrant yeah, and so all like that stuff. A heavy bacteria dose. Yeah, so the heterotrophic bacteria now yeah. has a chance to like overcome uh, the dinos and other approach, organisms, yeah. right? Multifaceted attack. 
Yeah, yeah and so like, yeah, I just weaken it and hit it and hit it and hit it from different sides. Mm -hmm. And like, some of them totally wiped out by uh, the UV sterilizer. Manual removal, just Manual, reducing yeah. the population of this stuff, especially the stuff that like uh, floats up into the water. You can actually remove it with like filter socks and mm -hmm. roller mats and yeah, stuff. Yeah, just, uh, what's that? Uh, just like you do a red slime. You put it through a filter sock and you can pour the water back in your tank if you don't have, you know, mm -hmm. salt water on hand. Do it every day. Dump it into a bucket through a filter sock. If you do that for three days with red slime, I mean, probably not dinos, dinos that quick, but dude, with red slime, if you siphon that stuff three days in a row through a filter sock, you can get it all out of your tank, it's gonna have a real hard time growing back, you know, that Friday um, or the next time it is for a water change. Um, and it's, yeah, get it out of the fish tank. <laughs> we actually have a video in the five minute reef guide that talks about how to yeah. feed dinos, cyano, algae, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And like, uh, and I'm, I was really shooting in those videos to like, do this and you'll beat it, right? And like a vast majority of cases, you have to actually listen. You can't just like decide <laughs> I'm going to do a couple it. pieces yeah. of this. Yeah, that's, and I'll that's very true. Do it my way instead of the way or whatever. Like, yeah. You know, like you need to like listen to the things and like, I'm going to do these in this order and then I'll have a high percentage uh, success. So uh, I would suggest that uh, you Check go out, out and video. watch that video sure. on how to be dinos. It's in the five minute guide. Uh, all right, one more and then we'll call it a day. All right, uh, last one on here. Let's take a look. Uh, Question to Robert, uh, what do you think of the new Red Sea 900 tank? Uh, bigger Red Sea, man. This would be awesome. How can, how <laughs> can it be bad? I don't know, the 750 XXL is awesome. Yeah, And no. it's like, a, what, 180 uh, gallons? Let's just so say this, nine, man. What's that? How big is the nine? Nine's like oh, 200, 200 yeah, it's over and some 200, change, 220? Yeah, 220, I want to say 225, yeah. 223 comes to mind. Uh, but just in general, man, Red Sea makes a great tank. I mean, yeah, they're they some do. of the nicest all-in-one, like, you know, uh, kit tanks that you can get. Uh, glass is nice. They spend a lot of time and a lot of uh, effort on sort of like a quality control. Uh, as long as you know your tank gets to your door in good shape, you can trust that every single one. You can buy three of them and they'll be definitely identical, uh, which isn't always the case in some of these fish tanks. Um, the the thing that's always impressed me about Red Sea is 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 like the quality control, but just the quality of the tank in general. Everything about it. You know, your plastic's nice. Your seams are nice. Uh, they use a thick glass that's uh, low iron, I want to say on three sides, if not all four. I'm pretty sure three, because the back is black. Um, and they just, uh, they want it to look nice. They take, um, it seems like they value an aquarium that is impressive and feels and looks like quality. So that's where I get with it. So this is my personal opinion, is they, uh, it's where form matches function. Right sure. at, a, at a reasonable price, yeah. uh, and so where like the furniture, it's a nice glass box, comes with a piece of furniture that belongs in a certain like decor. Right? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Right. So like uh, the plastic trim one doesn't necessarily belong in every decor, and so this is what I would say in general: <clears throat> the tank should cost as much as the dining room table that it's in next year. Or it should cost as much as the TV that you're looking at, right? So the sure. other things in the room, like it should, yeah. you, know, you spent two grand on a TV, spend two grand on the tank because you're actually going to maybe look at the tank more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it like should match the things that are in the room, you know? And so if you spent 500 bucks on uh, your sofa, spend 500 bucks on the uh, tank because it's probably going to match the decor of the room. Yeah. Sure. But like, so Red Sea offers that option where you're just like, you know, you want to like up the game a little bit, make yep. it look really nice, and it belongs next to whatever is in your room. Uh, you know, and functionally, it's really easy. So to set sure. up, right? Like yeah. people, they do cut don't some want to think about it for you. Yeah, 
No, it's it's nice. I like the little, what I always liked about it was the little float top off. I know it's not the greatest thing in the world, but when you're new and you don't have everything mm -hmm. and you have a top off on that all-in-one kit, it's like, I don't know, it got me excited because the tank's topped off and you're not dealing with fluctuations or having to deal with any of that stuff and you can focus on collecting the other gear and then get your nice ATO a little bit later. You know? That was my, a cool thing for me. My favorite part of the 750, mm -hmm. uh, I guess, which is smaller, is the uh, glass sump open top, no Euro brace, big, just oh, giant area. That was yeah. cool. You can pull the refugium thing out even, and yeah. just like, I just got a big box to put my stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not pigeonholed into, I have to run it this way. That's yeah. even actually able to modify the, uh, like a filter sock area to hold one of those roller mats in it. They were very, uh, careful of being able to modify and add things like to do the way you want to be creative with the sun. Uh, I don't like the glass though. It's just scary. I mean, it's nice because it's glass and it's nice, but I felt like when I was working on it the first time, like I was going to crack it. Because I was down there on my knees, you know, maybe not as stable as you might be doing or you're, you're, you're moving fast and then you put that top off thing on top of it. Um, I can't say I cracked one, but I could say I've been scared because I bumped it. Uh, that's times. interesting, especially if you're doing glass on glass, but like plastic hitting glass is... Oh, a, yeah, that's not a big deal. But And this yeah. is down there, but uh, when you've got that glass ATO thing, it sets like on top of the filter that's socks. That's interesting. I never it, used that, so that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little squirrely to get it in there. But Glass on glass, I'd definitely be afraid. The nice thing about glass, though, is you don't have to Euro brace it for most subs. Right. right? So you have yeah. all the space. It's really easy to get and in there. And you don't have to have a big old bar going across the top so you can put stuff in there easily. You don't have to you know, dig or bend things around to get mm -hmm. it in and out. Well, super awesome to have you here, man. Hey, and I uh, can't wait to have you <laughs> yeah. in Aspiers TV. Ooh, and yes. uh, thank you guys all for watching, and we'll see you next week. Adios.